0: Welcome to another episode of Girlfriend Talks, the podcast that meets the need of every woman by bringing inspiration, affirmations, and information to enlighten you to the truth. I am your host, Gail Brown, your podcast girlfriend. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in as well, I want to thank you for taking out the time to listen to what God has placed up on my heart. And let me tell you, it is good. Now, I want to apologize to you because number one, I had every intention in recording and uploading a new episode on last weekend. But honestly, so much has been happening and taking place over the last few days that it's been a struggle to say the least. Now, I will share with you about this. On last Saturday, I was called to a home to speak to a young man who had attempted suicide. Now, when I first heard this, I immediately began to pray because number one, I wanted to ensure that the power and the wisdom of God was working in and through me, right? And number two was because I didn't really have all the details going into the situation. But as I got to the home and spoke to the young man and he began to share his heart with me, it was evident that he was in a lot of pain. We actually ended the encounter embracing one another as he laid his head up on my shoulder, crying like a baby, y'all, and I just began to pray. I just began to call on God on his behalf. You know, it really came to my attention even more how the enemy is waging war on the minds of our young people especially, and I believe it's because the enemy knows that his time is running out. Never before have I heard of so many young people committing suicide, and honestly, it is so sad to me. I recently posted on my social media page about a young lady by the name of Chesley Crease, and I believe that's how you pronounce her last name, but she was a former Miss USA, a beautiful, well-accomplished, educated young lady, and nobody would have imagined, looking at her from the outside, that she would have committed suicide. Which goes to show that sometimes the deception of mental illness is it doesn't look how it feels. I want to encourage you. If you are struggling, whether it be with depression, anxiety, any suicidal thoughts, please seek help. Don't suffer in silence. Just know that God has more life for you to give and more life for you to live. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for us all keep the faith. Now, as I move on, I want to ensure that you subscribe to Girlfriend Talks by hitting that little follow button, as well as hit that little notification bell that will alert you to any new episodes that I upload, as well as make sure You share girlfriend talks with family and friends. I really want you to be intentional in sharing this episode with family and friends. I really believe why I've been having a struggle with recording and uploading this episode is because God wants to speak specifically to somebody. So make sure you share this episode. Now, today I am going to be sharing with you about focus. And before I begin, I want to ask you a question. How many have lost your focus, whether it's on God, your dreams, your health, or making yourself a priority? Now, recently, God downloaded a lot in my spirit regarding focus. It was almost as if he was giving me a reminder of the word he gave to me at the beginning of this year. Now, as I meditated on 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, which reads, we live by faith and not by sight, it came to my mind about the word focus. The thought that came to me is, we cannot live by sight and be effective in the kingdom. Why? Well, because what we see is not necessarily what we see. We have to go beneath the surface of what's seen to the unseen. Okay, what do you mean, Gail? Well, the truth is, if we only took what we see, our circumstances, trials, our losses at face value we would never recognize the value in our sufferings or any of our circumstances for that matter. You know, the Bible says we glory in our sufferings. And the most common use of the word glory in the Bible is to describe the splendor, holiness, or the majesty of God. Glory in this sense is often associated with a person, you know, experiencing God's presence in a tangible way. This lets us know that we can experience the presence of God in a more intimate manner in our sufferings. This is not experienced through focusing our full attention on what we see, though. When we can place our attention on God over our challenges, we can recognize that God is working all things, whether it be good, bad, indifferent, our pains, every struggle, for our good. Our eyes, our heart, our mind will be enlightened to this truth When we can praise God amid all we may be facing, as we glory in our sufferings, our suffering, our sufferings produces and not reduces, but produces. It produces uh, perseverance, perseverance character and character hope. It's like we level up, but we must remain focused. Now, think about this. We are all familiar with the story of David and Goliath, right? Now, in this story, Saul and Goliath underestimated David based on what they saw, his appearance. How could this handsome, small in stature man compare to a giant of a man, Goliath? Now, Saul and Goliath focused their attention on David, what was visible. Had David viewed himself in light of who Goliath was and what he saw, he would not have had the faith nor the courage to not only fight but to conquer this huge giant. It wasn't that David did not see what was before him, but he just focused his attention on God. And the mind goes where we focus our attention. Now, going back to 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, we live by faith and not by sight. The word sight began to speak to me, which landed me on the word focus. Now, three words came to me when I meditated on the word sight. And these three words were see focus, and recognize. Listen, I know you see your loved one lying in the bed sick. I know you see your almost empty bank account. I know you see the struggle in your marriage. I know you see you don't have a job right now, or you may be working a dead-end job. I know you see people turning their backs on you. I know you see that where you are, whether it be spiritually, mentally, financially, occupationally, and your life in general, is not where you desire to be. I know you see what you see, but where are you focusing your attention? You know, when we live by faith, it's not so much about what we see, but where we focus our attention. Now, stick with me because I'm going somewhere. Now, it's not it's not that we live in denial. It's not to say it isn't painful, but with the realization that God is in control. When we can redirect or refocus not on what is seen, but on God, we are able to recognize God's sovereignty. We are able to see our situation through the eyes of faith. So instead of trusting in what we see, we can trust God based on what we know of his goodness, his power, and his grace. Now, this takes a daily renewing of our mind to God's word. We know the nemesis of focus is distraction, right? Sometimes what we see can serve as just that, a distraction. Even doing good and good in service to others or just everyday duties as an employee, entrepreneur, a wife, a mother, serving in the church can be a distraction when you allow these roles to take precedence over God. Remember Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10? Martha opened her home to Jesus, right? And Mary, her sister, sat at the feet of Jesus, taking in all that he was saying. Now, Martha was distracted by making preparations. But Mary and Martha loved Jesus and were serving him. They both were. However, Martha did not realize in her desire to serve, she was neglecting her guest. In other words, Martha was so busy doing for Jesus, she neglected to Focus on spending time with Jesus. Jesus did not blame Martha for being concerned about household duties. He only was asking that she set her priorities in the right perspective. Now, don't allow your busy work or your various roles that may include being an employee, entrepreneur, a mother or a wife, serving in the church and the community, be a distraction to sustaining your relationship with God. It can be easy to do. But we can always refocus and recenter. But how can we do this? As I shared before, it's through a daily renewing of our minds through the Word of God. One of the importance of God's Word is it helps us to focus our attention on God, His character, His works, His blessings. Now, Romans 12 and 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing or the refocusing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Think about this. The world's pattern is based on living life based on what is seen, right? That's why you see so many people following the crowd when it comes to the latest and greatest new designer bags, clothes, or shoes. You see people conforming to alternative lifestyles and even what to do amid this pandemic, right? However, when we can renew our minds to the word of God, our perspectives of what we see is not based on what we see, but how God sees it. I like to say, too, the more we renew our minds, we don't live by what we see, but we live by what we know. When you truly know God, you know his heart towards you. The Bible says in John eight thirty two, you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. When we live in the knowing of God is in control, the knowing of his sovereignty, the knowing of his heart and his love for us, we can live effectively. So instead of taking our circumstances and all that is taking place in the world at face value, we can take it at faith value. Listen, as I close, I want to encourage you to remain focused. You may find you have to refocus, recenter, regroup, reset, and that's okay. I know life is happening all around us, and it may be easy to be moved by what we see, but just pray and ask God to help you to focus and or refocus your attention on him. I want to pray today. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you acknowledging you as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, We acknowledge you as our Lord and Savior. You are God all by yourself, and with our whole heart, mind, and strength, we honor you. Lord, we desire to please you in all our ways. Your word says it is you who works in us to will and to act in order to fulfill your good purpose. Engraft in us your will. Engraft in us your desires, your word, Father. Help us to walk out your word in our daily lives by the power of your Holy Spirit. Help us to walk in a worthy manner, fully pleasing to you. Give us a laser beam focus on eternity, on heaven, on you. Help us not to be detoured by what we see taking place in our lives or in this world. Help us to set our eyes on things above, heavenly things and not earthly. Give us a no doubt faith, an unwavering faith that we may be able to stand amid any adversity or challenges we may face. Grant us the wisdom to see your way, to see your way clear through the eyes of faith. Your word says we walk by faith and not by sight. May our faith walk keep us on the narrow path that leads to eternal life. When fear arises, may our faith take precedence that we will not give up or throw in the towel. Help us to always remember, Deuteronomy 31 and 8, that you go before us, that you are with us, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And because of these facts, we, not, we need not be discouraged or afraid. So we thank you, Father, for showing yourself mighty and strong in our lives. We thank you, Father, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you, Father, for helping us to set our minds on things above and not the things of this earth. We thank you, Father, for just being who you are in our lives. We praise you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. God is so faithful. I want you to remember this week's quote, and it is, what you see isn't necessarily what you see when you focus on eternity. I love you, sis. I'm praying for you. I love you. God bless you. And we will talk again.